kids, it's me, God. And I want to tell you about this goofus, Niles. So, uh, previously on the Restory uh, History's Mysteries, Niles Higginsbottom Barrier III, yes, that's his real name, Mr. The, the Third over there, he takes his secondhand time machine to visit Vincent Van Gogh and Paul Gogan, and they, uh, they screw up the timeline with all their goofy adventures. Yeah, it's, you know, it's the thing that happened. Swear to me. Musketeers! 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 Like I said, goofy. Anyways, so Niles brings his 97 Sony talk boy along for the trip, cause, uh, sure, why not? And he's anthropomor- anthropar- anthropa- He made it look like a dog, and he calls it Rex. Paul, here's the thing. Look, Tom Baker called a damn remote control car with a pile of Christmas lights dangling off of it a robot dog for three seasons. The name was even a pun. K9? I mean, seriously, it saved them from the bloody Daleks. If the writers for Doc- So Niles takes Rex with him and parties with Vincent Van Gogh and Paul Gogan, and he records the whole thing on tape. On, uh, a lot of tapes, actually. It's a lot of tapes. Okay, yes, I remember this part. And it turns out that they're all painting La Isle de Grande GT. And, uh, oh, let's have a look. Uh, oh, this is new. Hmm. Don't quite recognize this part at all. Uh, what's this? Oh, I don't remember this at all. Wait, hold on just a second. Let's go back on the tape there. We'll just go for a quick trip. Is that what I heard? Now, hold on just a second here. Yeah? I've got to rewind. We'll just go for a quick trip. Oh, no, 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 no. Please don't tell me. Oh, it's no big deal. I got told by some smart folks that uh, I can't mess up the time stream. I ended up blowing up the Hindenburg, but that was on time and entirely lined up with the appropriate temporal series of events that were supposed to occur because it exploded on- Shut your beard and scuff biscuit hole, you vestigial extension of imperialism! We're going to the goddamn fairy tree! We're gonna wish for fairy stuff! Aye, very, very fairy stuff. I'll be wishing for- I'm going to hazard a guess and assume that you'll be wishing for- Breasts! Mazongas! Garbanzovas! Wait, wait, Vincent! Don't touch that! that that's the years dial! If, if you keep that wet, hold on, uh, Paul, you're stepping on my. Fairy tree! Fairy tree! The fairy tree? I wonder if they mean. No, 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 no. Uh, look, uh, we're. Uh, uh, okay, so we're actually in the 21st century, not the 20th. This is the year 2017. People use those devices to connect with each other. They actually have the sum of mankind's knowledge on their hands. And, and honestly, they use them to look at... Boobies! Well, I was going to say cats, but admittedly, Paul, yes, they do use them to look at boobies, too. No flying cars yet? Christ in the heavens! Humanity is a distant... 
snowball I keep trying to explain. We're just changing our location in the time stream in the fourth dimension, not in the other three. We're not changing our location. This is still ours. We're just in... Some trees. Oh, look at all yellow. Oh, it's beautiful. No, no, Even the sky no, is yellow. Right at all. The dial is set for. Wait a minute. What's the dial set for? It's set for 233 600 AD. It's almost as if someone has been. Uh, look! Paul! Paul, get your foot off the sentry's dial! <laughs> How many times have I told you not to yell at me, Huckleberry Blather, or whatever your stupid British name is? You know, all have you know, the Havis Bolt is This is it! The Fairy Tree! It's the same tree that she's leaning on in the Bastion Lepage painting! I told Jules he was, a, he was a fool for sticking with realism, but hot damn did it pay off this time. Oh, great fairy tree. My name is Vincent Van Gogh, and I have a few things that I need. Um, first of all, uh, I need some uh, turpentine. Okay, and some yes, yes. Looks uh, like this is the same fairy tree that is in the Boston oh, Le Pons oh, painting. So let's get this ridiculous wishing done uh, with, and then it's back in the time machine. Do you understand? It took us 14 time hops to get here, and I'm quite honestly still not sure what exactly this thing is powered on. Oh, alcohol. It runs off of alcohol. I found out when you were sleeping last week, and I started pouring more low into that pipe right there. The little dial thingy, it beeped and it sounded happy, and then it spoke. It actually said, I am full. So I, I think it's well, fine now. You pulled Mulot into a pipe on this thing? And the time machine talked to you? And the good Mulot? I, I, I was keeping that um, for... Hello? Who is up there? Is it an angel? Well, uh, thank you. <laughs> How nice of you to say it. I mean, uh, uh, yes, hello. Uh, my name is Noyles. Mikkel? Mikel, the dear Archangel Mikel, come to respond to my prayers, and you must be. Who? Me? Huh? Why, uh, why, Madame? I'm none other than Vincent. The Saint Marguerite, but of course, how foolish of me not to recognize you. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, Vincent von Saint Van Zant. Der von Margaret of the Vale, yeah, yeah. Look, you two, I'm going to go reset the time machine. No more than a minute, okay? Uh, you, you found your uh, holy blessed fairy tree. Now get your wishes in, and let's get going, and let's leave this poor woman alone. And my dear, because I am dying to know, who pray tell am I? Are you not with the long hair and the booming voice of divinity? <gasps> 
St. Kathleen's the Alexandria? You know what? Absolutely. That is me. Espirito Caterina. At your service. And yourself. My name is Jean. Jean d'Arc. Oh, that's a foolish name. You don't seem dark at all. You seem, uh, downright, uh... No, no, dark. Who came up with calling you Joan Dark? Ignore him in that English fool, my dear dark darling. You are beautiful. Look at you. You are going to do great things in your life. Why, you aren't in darkness. I bet you are put on this earth to drive out the darkness. And all the trouble that comes with it. I mean, look at you. If you ask me... God certainly put you on this green to drive the darkness out of my life, if you know what I mean. Drive out the darkness out of this land? Is that your command, Esteem Vision? Must I drive the darkness out of this land? Sure. Absolutely. Why not? Go hog wild, darling. Then I shall, Socle Blue, I shall go at once with this vision from these saints and this Archangel Michael to give me strength. I shall drive the invading English Empire out of France once and for all. Damn right! Cursed imperialist blowhards in their teeth! You get back here! I've reset the door! You said you wanted to visit the actual musketeers? Well, my god, I finally got the ears knob set right! Knob? You're a knob! You're not the boss of me, you fascistic thatcher, right? Open your damn ears, Vincent! The musketeers! Huh? Oh. Uh, we gotta go. Musketeers! Oh, my dear lord. And it was about then that Niles realized he'd spent a month getting blackout drunk and bent out of his gourd with Vincent Van Gogh and Paul Gogan, and may have accidentally given Joan of Arc her visions. I tell you, these guys drive me nuts. They get me hot under the collar. Hey, just like Joan! <laughs> Oh my, oh heavens, oh Duchess of Sainsbury's give me strength. No, no, for all the river and the Thames I can't believe this. How many trips did we take? Fourteen? Fifteen? I can't remember. Anyway, well, alright. Joan d'Arc, Joan d'Arc, can't believe it, Joan d'Arc. Well, listeners, I have something very exciting to tell you. It looks like it's up to none other than me, Niles Havers Baguette Le Batum the Trois, to go back in time and rescue Le Jeune d'Arc, Le Grand Bad du Orleans, from... Well, I guess from myself, really. Oh, you know, this will give me a chance to test out my new diaphonic microphone and see if she really was talking to God or just mumbling to her imaginary friends. What a schmuck, right? Well, that about catches us up. Uh, and now, the story of a group of time travelers that went all over the damn place, and the main character who had no choice but to keep them all together. It's the restory of history's mysteries. Oh, Jesus, that's a cheap gag. I could write a better intro drunk, which I am. Hell, I'm lit. Just like Joan! <laughs> Ooh, boy! <laughs> ah, she's a good kid. Anyway, 
Uh, since Joan mistook him and the artsy boys flirting with her as saints, suggesting troop movements, Niles jumped into action. I'm jumping and I'm jumping and I don't know why I'm jumping. Why am I jumping? And, uh, and he rushed off in the time machine back to May of 1427 and, oh, moi, to try and catch up with Joan and unhose what he had hosed. I must unhose what I have hosed! Onwards to things that have already happened to May of 1427. I think, provided that uh, my, um, my, um, interns, yes, we'll say interns, yes. Provided that my interns calibrated this blasted thing correctly. Naturally, Niles overshot. He ended up in July of 1428, just outside of the court of Charles VII of France, soon to be king. Also known as Charles the Well-Served, or Charles the Victorious. Huh. Three and one. I should look into that. Uh, excuse me, Paige? Oh, I request an audience with His Royal Highness? Right away, mademoiselle. Your name? Jean d'Arc. One moment. A paging Charles the Well-Served. A paging Charles the Victorious. There's a Joan of Darkness in the lobby to see you. Ooh, a goth chick. Send her right in. I prostrate myself before your royal highness, Charles the Seventh. Please, not in public. And it's pronounced Charles Vey. It's okay. Common mistake among the unwashed masses, such as yourself. Come in and exalt me some more. Uh, my liege, my name is Jean d'Arc. I have been given an early message. Excellent. Which hole? Uh... My message comes directly from Archangel Michael and St. Catherine and St. Marguerite, who traveled to visit me in my fairy garden amongst the winged golden chariots that could magically disappear. Um, uh, Paige? Paige? Uh, yeah. I'll have whatever she's having. Tell me, in a state such as yours, would you say you're feeling... uninhibited? Uninhibited? I'm 17. Oh, gross. Don't admit something like that. It's 1428. You know, 17 is the new 40. And besides, I must maintain my status as the maid du Orleans. More like the old maid of Orleans, if you... I have visions from Evan with messages. That is why I'm here. I must convey this message to you. It is of prime importance. Your visions sound like a lot of fun, baby. But the English are going to take over any day now. So I'll advise you to grab a drink... Turn up the mistrels and party while the partying's good. Now slip out of that rusty armor and into this throne while these lips are still above this neck. That is why I am here. That is part of the message. The divine spirits of God. Yes, ahem, uh, Paige. Uh, refill on spirits, please. Listen to me now. Watch my gaze. Note that I only speak the truth. I have seen divine visions, Sir Charles. Look directly into these dull voids and tell me there are lies held within. They are two lovely voids. Up here, your highness. Fine, fine, fine. Tell me about your visions. I hope it's one of those I never thought it'd happen to me kinds. 
The divine spirits came to me while I wished and prayed for peace at the tree I affectionately called the fairy tree. <laughs> Wink. In our family's garden, I was caught by surprise when my prayers were essentially answered. As I have mentioned, Mikkel and two of the saints of the world came to visit me with explicit orders. I am to drive the darkness out of France. Only I, I, must lead your armies, command your troops, and I will serve as the torch that lights the flame anew of the fire that sits deep within the heart of our soldiers. I know that I can make France great again. <laughs> Let's not go there. Very well. Shall I take charge of these soldiers? You can take charge of anything you want, you little vixen. Meow. You are a disgusting pig, and your wig looks ridiculous, but I shall defeat the English in your name and in France's honor. So you see, Joan got cross and gave Charles a dressing down. <laughs> Get it? Cross dressing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the thing that led to her death. <sighs> All right, uh, yada yada yada, mysterious ways, blah blah blah. Meanwhile, Niles was materializing outside. You mean the medic pixie riot girl? You just missed her. Blast! I mean, uh, wait, uh, uh, Charles Vine? Finally, someone who doesn't spell it out. Come in. It's nice to meet someone of my intellect. Care for a drink? The Museum of Perversion is about to start. I hear they brought a dolphin. So Niles, tempted by that sweet fruit in the bottle, went and gorged himself on a wine that'd be wiped out by the mid-1700s. Meanwhile, old Joni spent the next year knocking those English on their nuts. That a girl. In 1428, she kicked him out of La Bastille in De Saint Loup. Then she broke the siege at Orleans in April of 1429. She was wounded, liberating uh, Les Toriles. She took a little lie down, but got right back in the fight a few hours later. Good kid, right? You bet your ass. That summer, the council said her holy message was legit, and she really was on a mission from God. You can't see this, but I'm mugging at the camera right now. Mug, mug, mug. So in just two years, sweet little Joni went from a commoner from Dom Ramey to the champion of France. And during all this exposition, Niles kept arriving 10 minutes late. No, no, too much battle going on here. No, no, no. Uh, prefer not to die. Sorry. Uh, uh, sorry. Leaving now. Yes. Uh, Joan. Joan, is this? Uh, no. Uh, that's uh, Joan. Uh, uh, Joan. Joan of Arc. Uh, oh, God. Joan? Uh, Back in the time Come on. Right up until he finally got it together and appeared in Joni's prison cell at the Castle of Ruin just hours before her execution in May of 1431. I might have nudged it a little bit. No, 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 you don't understand. I'm the nice guy here. 
Why are you trying to get back to your army of alpha male chads? Don't you understand that true intellectuals like myself are really the only saviors in life? That's why I should make it with a hot babe! Literally! <laughs> you think you have saved me? Well, actually, it's the church that saved you. I'm only an instrument of the church. It's okay if you don't grasp it. Uh, you have to have a pretty high IQ to understand the word of God. The humor is extremely subtle, and without a solid grasp of ecclesiastical philosophy, most of the jokes will go over a typical reader's head. Uh, there's also Luke's nihilistic outlook, which is you know, definitely woven into his characterization. The fans understand this stuff. They have the intellectual capacity to truly appreciate the depth of these stories. To realize they're not just funny, they say something deep about life. As a consequence, people who dislike reading the text truly are idiots. Look, uh, it appears I've materialized five feet above the ground. Look out below, Geronimo! Joan! Joan, I've made it! Oh, thank the stars and the gods above! I finally caught up with... Oh, this man is dead, isn't he? Mikkel! Oh, oh, Angel Mikkel, with your winged chariot, you have saved me from the insult visitor. How it soothes me to see you now at the end of my life. All these lonesome days during this wretched trial. I tried to convince the Inquisitions that you had come to me. That the visions were, were nothing but real. That spirits had one walked among us and did command me to drive the English out of our beloved France. Y y yes, uh, uh, in fact, uh, wait a minute. You know English? Oui. I learned it from God. God? Parlez-vous the Anglais? Oh, oui. Would you like me to patch him in? Uh, that would be amazing. Yes, merci. Uh, oh, no, moment. Uh, one moment. Hello? Are you there, God? It's me, John. Joni! How's it going, honey? How's my second favorite virgin? Uh, bonjour, Oli Papa. Ben Jody, you too. Hey! What's that behind your ear? Is it. It's a franc. It's a coin! Hey! You keep that, Joni. All right, what can I do you for? Is he here? What is he saying? Hello, God? It's, it's me, Niles Higgins Derrier, Berrier Dutraw. I think he said hello, but I can't hear with your blabbering, God. Uh, yeah, Joni. Can you make him quiet? Sure thing. He's on mute. What's up? <sighs> well, I was, um, tell me, why do you sound like that? You speak English, but you sound like the invading Imperials. Why is that? What? My accent? Oui. Oh, I'm American. What is this American? Well, you know how I talk real loud and lash out violently? Oui. Yeah, that's what that is. Ah, très fascinant. I, I called you because Saint Michael here wished to speak with you. Oh, yeah? All right, I'll unmute him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, oh my goodness, I can hear myself again. Oh, thank God, yes, my beautiful.
beautiful voice. Niles Higgins brought a very Hey, uh, Joni, this is gonna take a while. I'll be back in a sec. I got a plate to spread. Talk to you later. Oui, Oli Papa. Adieu. So, the angels that you saw were, in fact, my friends. They were Vincent Van Gogh and Paul Gauguin, who were painters, you see. Okay. Uh, he is gone. So, as I was saying... Hey, kids. You don't want to hear all this again. <laughs> okay, he's gone. I'm never gone. Omnipresence, baby! <laughs> Is why you must come with me now in order to go back and convince the younger version of you that the versions of us that younger you are about to see are not in fact visions, but instead drunkards with time travel technology! So we're all clear on that, right? You're ready to go? Oui, I am. Gouts, execution please. You mentioned fire. Can we ally this up? Can I pour spirits on my body to ally this up? Excellent, wonderful. I'm glad you understood where I was coming from. No, wait, Joan! You can't! Oh, yes, I can. I liberated Alpha France based on the words of four madmen 400 years in the future from a world I'll never know, and you're here to what? Apologize? And then try to fix your mistakes? This is agwash. Merde, pete, piuhot, que son cu. Say, uh, Joan? Uh, we, oui, Oli Papa? Hey. Um, you know that talk we had about how one day you were gonna have to call it a day on the victories and the liberation and all that? We. Oui. Look, Joni. You done great, kid. Really, really great. You changed the course of history. You're a dang hero. But, uh... It's time. Are you ready to go? Oui, Oli Papa. I am so tired. I know, he's exhausting, isn't he? Cold if you <laughs> hey, is Niles American? One of your most nah, he's just a moron. Devotees, oh, hang on, that reminds me. Niles, watch it with the divergent timelines, dumbass. God, God, is that you? Are the Holy Spirits communing with me? Wait, they talk with you and not with me? That's so unfair. Come on, kiddo. They're waiting for you with the steak. Oui, Oli Papa. Don't worry. As soon as they light you up, I'm gonna pants them. <laughs> wait, no, Joan, wait! I have to save you! Wait, no! I wanna save you! Why don't I get to save her? She's mine! Oh, no, you didn't, you obstinate manifestation of voluntarily poor male hygiene! I saw her first!
Hello, listeners. Once again, it is I, Niles Hurdle Flurdle Omelette du Fromage the Third, with a quick update for you on my recent travels. I've been going back listening to some of the recordings that I made during my adventures. I recently rediscovered this absolute gem of a tape from whilst I had visited Joan of Arc. I had completely forgotten about the profound effect that I had had on her life and how I was the kindling for the burning passion within her. Yes, I lit a fire in her heart that burnt brightly and pretty much consumed her as she blazed a path through imperial-occupied France. Was that too many fire puns? Of course not. As a matter of fact, I would like to share my exclusive The Restory of History's Mysteries first access with my premiere audience. That's you. As we all listen in for the first time on my interview with Joan of Arc. I had the diaphonic microphone set up, so we'll see if we can truly hear the word of God. Also, it would seem... Uh, he's just a moron. Oh, hang on, that reminds me. Let's unlock. Oh, Is it possible that this of God? Well, context aside, I'd certainly say that was interesting. We may well have possibly recorded the voice of God on audio tape. The implications of this are astounding. I hope you don't mind, dear listeners, but I'm off to the Royal Society of Temporal Investigations to determine how and in what way I can capitalize off of this. In fact... Oh, no you don't. Hold still. And... There we go! Rex! No! My poor darling! It didn't have to end this way! You were the best Sony talk boy with a half-finished paper and mache face that a time traveler could ever hope for! Oh, Rex! Oh, I've had you since 1997 when you were released! I bought you at Circuit City for full price! Oh, this is terrible. Oh, oh, God. Uh, well, it's a broken piece of electronics at this point. Anyway, this whole premiere has gone up in flames. Perhaps because of divine intervention? Perhaps not? Blast, I think I'm having a senior moment. Or oh, maybe a soldier-esque one. Honestly, I'm not sure. Although now I'm left with some rather frightening existential questions. And maybe a handful of crises. I'll need to get the psychiatrist on the line. Look, I'll tell you what. Join me next time. <laughs> when we track down early 19th century German composer Felix Mendelssohn and help him find his long-lost Mendel dad and Mendel mum on the next Restry of History's Mysteries. <laughs>